Everybody doing okay? Yes, that was that was weak. Everybody doing okay? You having a good summer? How many of you are going to summer, or not summer serve, but the camp? I didn't see the hands. Wow, most of you. So we won't do that Wednesday night then, will we? Y'all be at camp. Good. Good. How many want to go to camp but not going to camp? How many don't care? Good. Nobody don't care. That's good. Hey, tonight I want to uh, uh, speak to you about influence. How many of you have seen the movie The Terminator? How about The Enforcer? No? How about Do What? How about The Negotiator? That's an old one, though. You may not have seen that. Yeah, Pastor Jesse's seen it. Well, tonight you're going to see a video clip on what, what I call The Influencer. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do tonight because we're going to do something a little different. How many were in the youth group when about three years ago when I was as the interim? Okay. And some of you might know that we had this little thing going on we called straight talk, and we're going to do some straight talk tonight. That's where that's where you get a chance to share, all right? So I want you to be thinking about that because it doesn't work if you don't share. Otherwise, I just stand here and talk all the time, and, and I get tired of that. So I want, I'm going to want to hear from you tonight, and, and I want to hear from your heart. So I'm going to ask you some questions tonight, and I want you to be ready. Hey, you're going to watch this video. The video clip's about a, a young lady who... Uh, is about your age, and she's a student and goes to church and got a nice family, living a pretty good life. And then she meets a few friends at school, some a new girl and a, and a guy, and, and all of a sudden they have a little bit of influence on her life. And I want you to pay close attention on, on how she handles that and what happens with that influence. And then what I'm going to do is after the video, I'm going to have some commentary. I'm going to share some scripture with you, and then I'm going to talk to you in straight talk. I want you to be thinking about a couple of things, and here's one of them. Who influences you? Who are the influencers in your life? Okay? I want you to be thinking about that. And the other question is, who do you influence? Because there are some people that you influence. There are people that look up to you, whether you know it or not, that you have influence on. And the question is then, who are you influencing and how are you influencing them? So we're going to watch this video and then then we'll talk about that a little bit. If you can get the lights and Billy, if you can hit that. Can you all see over there? All right, so her name's Leah. She's a student in school. You heard that. Um, she talked about the fact that she was living a pretty good life and and so forth and uh, going to a church with her parents, although it tended to be her parents' idea more than hers. How many, how many can relate to that? Y'all go to church because your parents make you? Anybody? Y'all go to church because you want to? Y'all here on Sunday morning? Really? I'm going to start counting. Are they all here on Sunday morning? No, okay, now, okay, then we need to preach on lying in church. Don't be lying in church. But hey, as you see, she, she, uh, comes under some influence. And some of that influence is good, and some of that influence is not so good. And, uh, so we see kind of three people in, in this video clip. We see the first influencer, which is, is that new student that she talked about, the girl that came in, and then she kind of partners up with, with the guy that she met. Then we see that second influencer, which is the girl in school who never bowed down to that temptation, as she said. And then we see the influencee, which is her, which is Leah. Because, see, influence only happens if you allow it. You have a choice. You have a choice. So just as a quick review, she's hanging out with the good kids, doing the good things that she ought to do. She has some. She mentioned she had some strong boundaries in the area of what? What did she say she had strong boundaries in? Who was listening? I'm sorry? Alcohol? 
Yep, she said she she had some strong boundaries around drinking, and she called it physical contact. I don't have to describe that, do I? Everybody know what we're talking about, right? Okay. And then, so then she makes some friends with this new girl in school and gets a little bit influenced in the wrong way. Then she meets this guy, and here's what she said. Now, she's probably 16, 17, 18, 15, 16, 17 years old. So she's lived her life for 15, 16, 17 years building this foundation of what she believes in. And she says, within two weeks of meeting this guy, she is drinking and crossing the boundaries. And she said that I never dreamed I'd cross within two weeks. Within two weeks. She said this, in two weeks of knowing him, he made me drink and go places with him that I normally wouldn't go. That's what she said. Now, let's be real clear. She said in two weeks of knowing him, he made me. He didn't make her do nothing. She chose. She chose. That's part of our problems if we don't want to take responsibility. The truth is, did he have influence on her? Yeah, but he, she allowed him to have influence. She didn't have to do any of that. He didn't make her. She got caught up in the moment. She got caught up in the moment of making that decision. And we're going to talk about that some more. But I want to be sure you understand. She made a choice. She made a choice. You know, and, and then she makes a comment, but even though I was doing all that bad stuff, I'm still going to church. I thought, wow, are you telling me that people go to church aren't living right? There's a shocker, isn't it? I think we have some of those in our church. What do you think? I think every church has some of those. In fact, we have some of those sitting right here tonight. In fact, we have some of those right here on this side, and we have some of those right here on this side. I mean, that's just, when you got this many people in here, that's just a fact. And I'm not going to call anybody out or anything, but that's that's just a fact. And, and if that's you, then, then you know that. And so then Leah meets this other girl in school who she says never fell for the temptation. And this other girl in school invested in Leah's life. I thought it was interesting when she said, the other girl, she said, Leah said she didn't have to say anything about God or give advice. You know what that tells me? All this other girl, girl did was to influence her, was just to love her. She just loved on her, just love her as she is. She didn't judge her for what she's doing. You suppose maybe because Leah was doing the wrong things, it might have got around school? I mean, I know that wouldn't happen here like a North Florida Christian, but because that would be a rumor and we don't do that. But just in case, don't you think maybe it got out there? Maybe, maybe this girl knew, this other girl knew that Leah was in trouble and she reached out. That's what I want to challenge you a little bit tonight. Who are you reaching out to? Who are you reaching out to? And in fact, even Lee even made a comment about it. it took me months to feel comfortable with her. Months. So this girl who was reaching out was persistent. She didn't give up on her. She didn't like try to preach to her in week one and then dump her because she didn't hear it. She just loved on her. And that's all Jesus ever asked us to do, isn't it? He just says, love your brother and sister. He doesn't call us to be the judge. And, you know, Leah was... Leah was struggling with some temptations. She was struggling with temptations. Just like some of you in here tonight, you're struggling with some temptations. And you've got some people in your life that's influencing you right now to go down the wrong path. Some of you may have already went down that path. Some of you may be heading to that path. Some of you may be resisting that path. But there are influencers in your life today that are leading you. But again, you got to remember, they're only influencers in your life because you allow it. You are making that choice. And I hope by the time we finish here tonight, that if you have influencers in your life that are leading you away from the cross, 
then you really got to pray and think about who you want to be the influencers in your life. She was struggling with temptations with drinking. Maybe maybe drugs. Maybe you're struggling with some of that yourself. Maybe you're struggling with drinking. Maybe you're struggling with drugs. Maybe you're struggling with that term she used, physical contact, which she's talking about sex. This is straight talk, so I'll just tell you how it is. And it comes down to this. Who do you allow to influence you? Which group are you going to fit into? And influence is not something new. Influence has been around for 2,000 years, ever since mankind, 2,000 plus years. So I want, to share, I want to share with you a little bit of scripture here that will indicate just how long influence has been around. So don't feel bad if you're being influenced. Influence has always been there. Influence is here today, and it's always going to be here tomorrow. Okay? How many of you brought your Bibles tonight? Raise your hands. Okay, a few of you. How many of you left home without any underwear today? Raise your hands. How many of you left home without your pants on? Raise your hands. If you did, you'd probably feel naked, wouldn't you? So here's my challenge to you. Why do you, why do you come to church naked? Why would you come to church without your pants on? Why would you come to church without, without your sword? Think about it. It's probably not cool to carry this around, is it? Is that it? I mean, I don't know, but I don't leave home without it. If you have your Bible, you can follow along with me. You're going to go to a book in uh, the Old Testament that you probably uh, don't read too often. It's uh, Numbers, Book of Numbers, chapter 13 and 14. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to give you the highlights, okay? This is a story about Moses, who's leading the Israelites to the Promised Land. You've all heard that, heard this story before, but I'm going to kind of give you a little different view on it. Moses, uh, Moses sends some men to explore the land of Canaan. And these men, they, re, they, they return with this report. And it's a little bit of a mixed report for the people, the Israelites. And in Numbers chapter 13, verse 1-2 says this, The Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I, have, which I am giving to the Israelites from each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. So out of each tribe, he sends one of its leaders. It goes on then later down. So they go out into the land, they, they scout the land, they examine the land, and they come back to give a report. And they give a report that the milk and honey's there, but there's a little bit of an issue with the other folks that are in that promised land that, that they might have to take them on. So in Numbers 13, uh, chapter 13, 30, Caleb, who, who went to scout this out, says this, Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. Hey, we can, we can take these guys, and let's just go take the land. That's what God's promises. We're just going to take it, and that's it. We can do it. Let's go. Let's rally everybody. Let's get everybody excited. Let's go. We're ready. Well, then in the next two verses, 31 32, says this, But the men, the balance of the men who went with Caleb, but the men who had gone up with him said, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. So Caleb came across as a positive report, and everybody else went with him and said, Oh, no, no, this is pretty negative. So guess what? The people of the Israelites, people of Israel, have to, they have to make a choice. Who's going to influence them? Is it Caleb or is it these other guys? How many know the end of the story? It's the other guys, isn't it? The other guys get the influence. That's what we see. We see that Caleb didn't win out of his influence. But those other guys who spread it throughout the people got the people pretty riled. And the end result was the Israelites chose the negative outlook. And as we all know, they called for new leadership, 
And they spent how many years in the desert? Forty years. Because they allowed the wrong influencer. They had the wrong influencer. The power of influence. But the bottom line is, the people had to make a choice. Just like you. You have to make a choice. Another story over in the New Testament, Luke chapter 23, 13 through 25, chapter 23, and I'm going to jump around a little bit, so bear with me, 13 through 25, if you want to follow along. Here, Jesus has been seized by the Roman soldiers, and he's been brought to Pilate, and Pilate admits to the crowd, remember, Pilate has Jesus in front of the crowd, he admits to the crowd that he has found no basis for their charges against Jesus. So let's see what happens. Luke chapter 23, verse 13. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who is enticing the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis. Hear that clear. He found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod. Wow, neither did the king. For he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. Then verse 18, if you drop down to 20, says what? With one voice they cried out, what? Away with this man, waiting to release Jesus. Pilate appealed to them again, but they said what? Crucify him. Crucify him. Here we see Pilate influenced by the crowd. How would you like to be Pilate? He finds nothing wrong with this guy, but he stands before the crowd, and he says, okay, man, that's what they want, so here you go. Although he knew that all the charges against Jesus were were false. Yet he turned him over. So he got influenced, didn't he? Pilate made a decision that popularity was more important than principle. How about you? Is popularity more important than principle? Does popularity win out when you get influenced? Is it more is it more important to you be popular than it is to live by the principles and values you know? Are you able to say no? Can you stand strong? Pilate couldn't. He made a choice, though. We can say he was influenced, but Pilate made that choice. He made that choice. So let's do some straight talk. Some of you tonight are being influenced. I mean, it would be highly unlikely in this size of crowd that somebody here is not being influenced. Some of you have some temptations in your life. My question to you is, who are the influencers in your life? Who's influencing you? Anybody. That's a question. And here's the way it goes. I ask a question, and you raise your hand, and I call upon you to answer the question. Who's, in, who's your influencers? It's going to be a long night, because I'll just sit here. Who's your influencers? Bless you. Yes, sir. Your dad's an influencer. Good. And most parents are. Would it, would it be fair to all of you, your parents influence you? Most of us, you know, we're a product of our environment in many cases. How about that? Yes, sir. Your siblings. Your sister's an influence on you? <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ask which one then. All right. Yes, sir. Pastor Jesse's influence on you. Now, is that a good influence or a bad influence? Since he's here, I thought I'd ask. It's a little bit in between. We're not sure yet. Still trying to evaluate that? Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I won't tell him if you won't. Okay, I'll keep, we'll keep it. It'll be our secret. Yes, ma'am. Kathleen's an influencer in you? Good. Now, I don't, see, I'm not going to ask whether she's a good one or a bad one because I already know the answer to that. Now, Jesse, Pastor Jesse, I have to ask. So, 
How about everybody else? How about how about you're pointing to adults? Let's go to your peers though. Do you, does your peers influence you? Do you have influencers among the folks that you hang out with? Y'all do. Y'all do. And for the most part, you get in that moment, and that influence takes over, and then you got to make that same decision that Pilate had to make. Is it popularity or is it principle? And you know what? That can be a tough call. That would be a tough call. Because let's face it, as students, we all want to fit in. You know, the cool people are always doing this and that, so therefore it ought to be okay. You know, we want that in our life. Let's talk about temptation. Anybody open enough to tell tell the group here what you're being tempted with? Yes, ma'am. So you're being tempted with alcohol by by your friends, okay? Is there anybody else in here willing to raise their hand and say I'm being tempted by alcohol by my friends? Okay, Pastor Jesse and Miss Kathleen. I have that. All. I I get that. Yes, ma'am. It's okay to raise your hand. We're not going to go tell your parents. I'm, I'm, you know, straight talk stays in here. We're not going to tell anybody. We're not going to tell Dean Phillips or anything. anybody being tempted with alcohol. Raise it. Okay, that's fine. Good. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. It's good. And then you know what? If you're not now, you will be. You will be. Okay. And I'd say about half of you just don't want to raise your hand because most of you are about the age where you're going to get that temptation. Depend on who you're hanging out with. Anything else you're being tempted with? Yes. Your language, the way you speak. Mm -hmm. So you're hanging around with people that might use different language than you do. Okay. Does that cause you to be occasionally slip up and say a few bad words? Sure. Okay. Anybody else being tempted with that? Thanks for being honest. Oh wow, we got all kinds of hands with that. Okay. Woo, maybe I'll we'll have a Did you, Kathleen, did you raise your hand? Is Jesse home cussing again? <laughs> gotta watch him. Hey, you know, that's pretty common. That's pretty common. But hey, remember this. Who did Jesus hang out with? He hung out with the tax collectors. He hung out with those folks that we call sick or Bible refers to as being sick. And just because somebody cusses, I'm not suggesting that you don't hang out with them. See, I think you could be like that girl that Leah was talking about, and you could just love them for who they are and influence them. The trick, the, here's the catch, though. You have to be strong enough in what you believe in that you don't give up your principle for popularity, that you don't join in. I'm around it all the time. I'm around people that have that language quite often. But that doesn't mean that I need to participate. And you know what? They know who I am and they know I won't. And that's okay. That's all right. What else are you being tempted with? Anybody? Relationships. Okay. Uh I'll just say it for you since you might be, it, it, you know, we talked about, or Leah talked about physical contact. So in that relationship, being, being tempted with physical contact? Nope. Yep. Okay. Anybody else? Be honest. It's okay. Because if you're not now, you will be. Yes, sir. Thank you. You will be. And so, some of you, 
I would say probably aren't necessarily being forward, and that's okay. Maybe you don't feel comfortable. That's all right. But if you're not being tempted now, I guarantee you, you will be. So I want you to keep listening because I, I have a challenge for you. When that moment comes, I'm going to challenge you what to do with that. Okay? But remember, it's your choice. You can't blame the person who's challenging. You can't blame the influencer. It's your choice. You choose to be with them, and you're choosing to participate with them. The Israelites made a choice, and it cost them. Pilate made a choice. You are making a choice. You have to take responsibility. You can't blame that on somebody else. Let me give you another example, uh, a biblical example of two brothers, Esau and Jacob, which is in Genesis 25, verses 29 through 34. Now, Esau and Jacob are brothers. Esau is, the Bible will tell you, Esau is, is a man of the country. He's kind of open country. He's a hunter. He's a skilled man. Um, Jacob is kind of a quiet guy, the Bible says, and he kind of likes, the Bible says he likes to be around the tent or he likes to be around the home. He wants to be around family and the homebody. So two different types of personalities, okay? Two different types of personalities. But yet Jacob, in this story, influences Esau. Once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, quick, let me have some of that red stew. I am famished. And Jacob replied, First, sell me your birthrights. Look, I'm about to die, Esau said. What about what, what good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank, and then he got up and left. Esau, in the moment, was influenced by Jacob to give up his birthrights. He sold out. He made a choice. And when you get in that moment, and the moment for Esau was what? He was starving. He was hungry. He was hungry. Ah, what good is that to me now because I'm hungry? So for a bowl of stew and a drink, he gave up his birthrights. That's quite a bit to give up, isn't it? And when you get in that moment, that's a lot of what happens, is we get in that moment and the influencer in the moment we make that choice in order to be popular with that influencer instead of continuing with our principles. We sell out in the moment. And we can all get caught in that moment. If you haven't been in that moment, you will be. The older you get, there will be more moments. But you're going to be in that moment to sell out. You're going to be in that moment of physical contact when you're in that relationship. If you haven't yet, you will be. You're going to be in that moment, and you're going to have to decide, is this person going to really influence me or not? Am I going to allow this person to influence me? Esau allowed that influence, and it cost him. And when we're talking about physical contact, when you allow that influence, it will cost you. It will cost you. We had a student one time that, that made this statement. He said, you know, I've not had that type of physical contact in a relationship yet, and all my friends want me to, but you know what? Here's what he said. You know what? I am where I am. They can never be there, but I can always go where they're at. And you think about that. 
I am where I am. They can't come back because they've already done it. But I can always go where they are at any time. And I want to encourage you to be sure that you're with the right people and you're making the right choices. So I'm going to conclude with this. And uh, when you come to that crossroad where, where you have to make that choice in the moment and you're being influenced, I'm going to challenge you to do this. You, you, and this is really tough, but you've got to stop where you're at. And you really, I want you to ask three questions to yourself. You need to ask yourself three questions. That's going to, and, and when you ask these questions, I'm confident that you're going to get back to principle, the biblical principle, and not necessarily to the popularity. But you've got to be disciplined to ask the question. Here's three questions. How does this choice impact me personally? Personally. Just remember personally. How does it impact you personally? Because every choice you make in that moment has an impact to you personally. The choices the Israelites had, it had an impact to them personally, did it not? It sure did. Esau, his, his decision at that moment had an impact to him personally. Every decision you make is going to have that. It's going to impact your relationship with Christ. It's going to impact your walk, your faithfulness. And the fact is that we are a product of the choices we make. Pastor Jesse and Miss Kathleen are where they are today in their life because of the choices they made. Mr. Billy is where he's at because of the choices he's made in life. Miss Diane and I are where we are today because of the choices we made in life. Not all them choices are always good. Nobody makes all the good, right choices all the time. So I've made some bad choices in my day. Okay? But we are where we are because of the choices we made. Can't blame anybody else. Can't blame all them people out there. Well, they're influencing me. Well, the news media said this, or the, I was listening to this music and they said that, or my buddy said this, or I wanted to be cool. So, no, 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 no. You made the choice. And so if you're going to make that choice, you better understand the impact it's going to have on you personally. Once that choice is made, there's no return. No return. Here's the second thing I want you to ask. How does that choice impact my parents? Personally and parents. How does it impact my parents? Well, why should I care about my parents? Well, I'm, going to I'm glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. Your parents have been around for a long, long time. And for a long time, they have taken care of you and you have been obedient to them. And what does the Bible said? say? Obey and honor your mother and father. Let me give you the scale of obedience versus honor. When you're very, when you're first born, here's obedience, and honor's way down here. And the fact is, you're going to be obedient because whatever they feed you, you're going to eat. Whatever you, how they dress you, you're going to wear. Whenever they tell you to go to bed, you're going to go to bed. But as you get older and more independent, and a lot of you are in high school here, as you get older and more independent, that scale flips, and honor becomes up here, and obedience comes up here because. You do more on your own. And the Bible says you should honor your parents. And when you make decisions in the moment, it will impact your parents. I, my, my son is 32 and my daughter is 30. And when they make a bad decision today, it impacts Miss Diane and I. Because we'll always be their parents. So in that moment, you need to consider personally. How's it going to impact you? Parents, how's it going to impact them? And the third thing I want you to think about is the choice that you make, how's it going to impact the people around you? 
How's it, you know, Reed made a comment about his siblings. How, how's it going to impact your siblings, your brothers, your sisters, your aunts, your uncles? How's it going to impact your church? Some of you play on sports teams. How's it going to impact your sports teams? Because it will impact the people around you. When you make that choice, and a bad choice, when you allow the influence to come in and you make that bad choice, it can cause a lot of great pain and suffering. Or it can cause a lot of joy, depending on what choice you make. But again, it's your choice. And I really think if you'll consider those three things when you get to that moment, when an influencer is, is, is on you and trying to direct you down a path, if you'll just stop and think about those three things personally, parents, and the people around me, then I, I, and I believe God will grab your heart and you'll be able to make the right decision. But I'll, I'm pretty sure, I've lived 56 years, I'm pretty sure that I have enough experience to say this. If you don't consider that and the consequences, you're going to make the wrong decision in the moment. You're going to make the wrong decision in the moment. And it may be good for that moment right there, but I'm going to tell you there's another moment coming over here, and it ain't going to be no good. Because that other moment's coming. So let me uh, let me share this, and then we'll wrap up here. James chapter 1, verse 14. James chapter 1, verse 14. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desires he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desires has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when in full growth, gives birth to death. Sin is a process. It just doesn't happen. What happens? We choose. We make a choice. It says we make a choice because of our own desires in our heart. It all begins with desires in our heart. You want to avoid that influence? Ask those three questions. But you know, to ask those three questions, you have to do what? You have to prepare your heart. How do you prepare your heart? Stay in the Word of God. Stay in the youth group. Hear the Word of God. Stay in prayer. Prepare the heart because it's the heart's desires. That's where sin starts. James says, by his own evil desires. Then the second step of that process is what? He's dragged away and enticed. There's the influencer. He's enticed. You're being enticed. You're being enticed. You're enticed. The desires of your heart, now you're being enticed. Then it says, conceived, it gives birth to sin. In other words, you sold out. You're like Esau. Don't be Esau. You sold out. Now it's conceived. You're in the midst of it. Then sin, when it's full growth, does what? Gives birth to death. Birth to death is what? Separation of God. Separation from God. I'm in sin. All that can take place because of who you allow to influence you in your life. You've got to be very critical and very attentive to who those people are in your life that you allow to have influence on you. Because it can happen at the snap of a finger. I've been there. I've made the wrong decisions. And by the grace of God, I stand before you today because it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be qualified or anything. So we praise God for that. So let me just leave you with this and we'll pray. When you examine those influences in your life, those influencers, here's the question I want you to ask yourself. Those influencers that are in my life today, everybody think of at least one influencer in your life today. Outside of your parents. Outside of your parents. Think of one influencer. <clears throat> Find that one influencer. Not your parents, but somebody else. And here's the question you got to ask yourself. Is that influencer 
influencing me toward the cross or are they influencing me away from the cross? There's only two paths. Are they leading, are they leading me to the cross? Are they influencing me to the cross? Are they influencing me based on biblical principles? Are they influencing me to do the right thing under the name of Jesus? Or are they influencing me away from the cross? They're going down the path of destruction, the path of sin. Only you can answer that. But I know one thing in my life. If I've got somebody over that's influencing me away from the cross, I'm going to disengage. I'm going to go over here and be with these people that are leading me to the cross. I won't be over here being influenced to do the things I know that are wrong. Why would I want to do that? It's my choice. It's your choice. The only one that's going to get hurt in the whole thing at the end of the day is me. It's you. When you make that choice, there's no return. There was no return for the Israelites. There was no return for Pilate. No return for Esau. And there will be no return for us. So my challenge for you tonight is who's influencing you? And are they influencing you away from the cross? Are they influencing you to the cross? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for uh, this beautiful day you've given us and for the opportunity to hear your word tonight, Lord. I pray for all these students that are here tonight and for those that couldn't make it tonight, Lord, that are that are normally here. Lord, I just pray, Father, that, that uh, you would really speak to their hearts in the area of who's influencing their life, Lord, and that you'd lead them and give them guides and direction to pick the right influencers, to select those people that they hang around that, that, that are influencers in their life, that they'd be influencing them to you and not away from you, Father. And then, Lord, I pray for all those that are here tonight that they would be influencers in other people's life and that you'd, you'd pierce the heart with the question who they're influencing and are they leading people to the cross or are they, by their actions, leading them away from the cross, Lord? And so, Lord, we just, we just lift your word up tonight, Lord, and we just trust in all that you do and we give you all the glory and honor. And I pray for these students as they leave here tonight, Lord, that you uh, place a hedge of protection around them and keep them safe until we're able to gather again. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you.